part of faith is making sure I have proper associations. And associations aren't always who you surround yourself with, but it is very important. So, you know, associations of those that are like-minded, that think similar to myself or have aspirations and are driving themselves to be the best versions of themselves. Welcome to Give a Heck. I am your host, Dwight Heck, and for much of my life, lived my life in quiet desperation, wondering how I was going to pay the bills, take vacations, save for retirement, and one day wondering if I would get off the hamster wheel of life and have purpose. A life that most of society lives, which takes us to work, then home, then repeat, and pays us hopefully enough just to survive. The harsh truth that most live with more months than money and have no idea how to live life on purpose, not by accident. This ensures the mass majority are living not just financially broke, however emotionally and mentally as well due to financial pressures. In each episode, I will introduce you to thoughts, ideas, and guests that can help you to learn how you too can live life on purpose, not by accident. Good day and welcome to Give a Heck. Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Today's episode is going to be a solo episode. Why? Well, I wanted to share with my listeners and people watching something that is very misunderstood in my life and in many people's lives, and that's core values. Our core values always related to our business life. No, actually, they're not. They're related to many different things. Some people have eight core values. Some people have 10 core values. They can be about being honest, being, um, you know, a person that is of their word, that when they say something, it actually transpires. But one of the things I know personally I want to accomplish in 2024 isn't always business related or career related for some of you or a job. For me, it's focusing on three different things, right? Is work involved in that? Absolutely. My three things that I focused on and have for many, many years, my three core values would be faith, family, and work. And below those, there's things that tie together with them, right? It it can be very, you know, detailed. It can also be something that is very simplistic, For myself, I keep it very simple. And the first core value that I want to discuss and is my first core value is faith. Um, You know, a lot of people don't understand exactly what faith is. And faith can have different definitions for people based on sometimes religion. Sometimes it's just something that they've defined themselves because maybe they're not religious and that's fine. Everybody has their right to believe and live whatever journey they want on the path of their life. So faith for me is complete trust or confidence in something. And, you know, I think about the fact that so many think faith is automatically when I mention it, that it's evolving religion. Well, of course, for me, it is rooted in religion, but it is so much more than that as well. It is a driver for me, first and foremost, to develop myself that I can have faith in myself. So being the number one core value, I have to have faith in myself and what I'm going to accomplish on a daily basis. And 
I literally want to better myself each and every day. So I have to have faith that I have the ability to be strong, to wake up in the morning and pray. I pray. Again, for those that aren't faith-bearing in the sense of prayer, that's fine. Whatever works for you. But I pray and I have gratefulness for the fact that I woke up. And I think about the things that I'm going to accomplish that day. Do I do every single day? No, sometimes it's just a quick process. It could be 30 seconds, a minute. I get out of bed. I start my day. Other times I lay in bed and I actually focus on this is what's going on. This is what I need to accomplish. And I ask for support. I ask for courage. I ask for the ability to have the strength to accomplish the things I need to do. Because in order for me to have faith in myself and be the ultimate version of myself, I need to work on myself. And there has to be things throughout my day that consistently bring me, you know, that courage, that bring me hope, which is something we'll talk about in a minute, which is tied directly to faith. So myself, I basically, as I mentioned, I pray, I have gratefulness first thing in the morning, I have gratefulness and prayer before I go to bed. I sit to myself at night, part of me, I lay in bed and I think to myself, what did I accomplish today? Right from the moment that I got up, I thought about things that I had to accomplish. I maybe have noted down on paper, this is what I need to accomplish this day. I know many people will do lists. Many people will have goal sheets, whatever the case may be. I reflect on that when I go to bed at night and I have gratefulness. I did this, 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 and that. Oh, I missed that. How can I do better tomorrow? What can I do? I reflect on my day and what can I do better for tomorrow? You know, one of the things as a side note that is really good about gratefulness at night and prayer for myself, it makes me sleep better. I sleep better because I have reconciled what's gone on. I've been intentional about actually acknowledging my day, my good, bad, and ugly. And I move forward and I go to sleep. And most nights I have the most peaceful sleep since I've developed these processes, very simplistic process of just being grateful, right? And again, that ties right to faith in myself. I need to have faith in myself. In order to have faith in humankind and and my fellow uh, people that I'm associating with on a daily basis, I need to have faith and belief in myself. I have to like myself. I have to like what I represent and stand for so that I can be the ultimate version of myself with those that are around me. So I also make sure though that I, you know, part of faith is making sure I have proper associations and associations aren't always who you surround yourself with, but it is very important. So, you know, associations of those that are like-minded, that think similar to myself or have aspirations and are driving themselves to be the best versions of themselves. And why is that? Because if you're hanging around with negative people, it's really easy to bring down our own thought and emotional process of our lives and be negative ourselves. But if you hang out with people that a majority of the time are very positive, uplifting, they have great knowledge and understanding of where you're looking to go and they support you and 
Sometimes they don't necessarily need to say anything to you. They're just very encouraging. And encouragement can be a great thing in our days. So associations are important for me to continually develop my core value of faith in myself and then faith in humankind because I've continually worked on myself. So now I can continually help others. And because of the fact that I'm strong on my convictions and strong on what I believe in. So again, what is hope in, in regards to faith? A lot of people don't understand. Well, for me, faith is really important also as well in regards to the hope context. When you have associations and you have hope, the two tied together are in the sense of, what am I associating with? I am going to listen to this person. I'm going to pick up this audio book. I'm going to listen to this podcast. I'm going to watch this TV show. And I have hope that it's going to uplift me, that it's going to educate me, that it's going to teach me something. Faith is rooted in the past in the sense that I may have watched a show before. I may have listened to a podcast. I may have listened to a book by... Um, a specific person, or I've had something recommended to me. And faith being rooted in the past is that person that recommended it or that show or book or podcast that I've listened to or something that I've read in the past, I know it to be sound and true. And I have faith that it's still going to be the same, right? Because it's rooted in the past. I've had good experiences with it. How does hope tie into that? Well, hope is as I'm starting to digest that information, whether it's watching it, reading it, or it's conversation with somebody, whatever the case may be, hope that I'm going to get what I bargained for or what I was expecting. My expectation is going to be there. So hope and faith are tied together because I had faith because of my past experiences. And I have hope that the next experience with what I'm going to do is going to be what I have, that expectation. So that gives us a sense of gladness and joy. A lot of people don't realize that, that you can actually feel hope, at least for myself, I can. And again, if you disagree with anything I'm saying, certainly reach out to me. Let's have a conversation. Conversations are a good thing. As long as we're respectful of one another, we can always come to resolve that. Sometimes it's just, you know, we agree to disagree and we walk away. And other times, We'll have that opportunity to have that conversation with one another, and we will enlighten each other. We will, you know, change some of what we're thinking. Sometimes it may not be a lot, but you know what? Any little growth in your life can be a good thing because now, again, you're working on yourself, you're bettering yourself, and you're going to be a better person when you're helping and supporting and serving others in your life. So at the end of the day, my second core value is family. And people say, well, how can family be a core value? Well, at, for me, families is so important. And family isn't just rooted on my immediate family, my extended family. It's also rooted in my, my friends that I've developed, you know, close relationships with over my lifetime. They are just as important to me and they fall into that family category as well. And some of those extended family members are my friends. They are my clients who have become my friends. Some of them are friends that became my clients after the fact. But if I don't work on faith and that hope and continually drive 
the associations of what I, who I hang out with, who, what I listen to, watch again, what I read, I am not developing myself so that I can be the best possible version to my family so that I can always, you know, be that person that they look to for consistency. They can look to me for support. They can look to me for knowledge and understanding, compassion, right? Bottom line, family is so key to me because at the end of the day, nothing else really matters to me if I don't have people surrounding me that want to be around me and I want to be around them and that I'm creating those positive memories like I look up I think about the things just the memories I've created in the last couple of weeks with family from immediate family members from my parents to my siblings to my own children to my grandchildren to today for an example I'm excited because I'm I'm going to be spending time over the holiday season with my great granddaughter yes I'm recording this before the start of the new year um, it, it, we're going into the holiday season and I'm excited because I'm going to get to spend some time with my grandson and my great granddaughter. And that to me is amazing. Those are memories that are going to be with me forever, but leading up to them being here, being th them being part of my family, I worked on myself. I continually work on myself every single day to be the best version of myself. Am I always successful every day? Absolutely not. That would be a lie to you and a lie to myself to say that every day is a perfect day. I have character building moments, so I ne don't necessarily have bad days, but I do have moments where I struggle, where when I reflect at night, when I do that gratefulness and prayer um, that I do at night and to do in the morning, there's sometimes things that I just, I got to grasp to find something. But I do find something because when you have reflection and you look intentionally into yourself and you're always working at being the best version of yourself, it actually brings joy and happiness into your life. So again, for me, my second core value is family. It is so important that I constantly work the rest of my life to always have that connection with family for me. Because I don't want to be that person, and I've and I've experienced it with so many people that have passed away. I don't want to be that person on my deathbed that has regrets. And I worked too hard. I didn't do anything but focus on making money. I didn't focus on family. I didn't focus on creating memories that I can share in conversation with others. It can be 10 years later and i can think of stories that i share with people about my children from 10 years ago and we're sharing memories with one another oh do you recall this happening and it's vivid and i can feel the joy and gladness and the emotional uplifting that i feel by just having that story that memory to share and them sharing their version of what happened and the closeness that we experience that to me that is worth more than any money and hopefully you have a good solid family life and if you don't guess what I didn't always I've had to work on it it's back to the fact that I've worked on myself each and every day I started personal development 30 years ago this year in 1993 and I picked up books I listened to I'm going to date myself I listened to cassette tapes back then 
then the evolution into listening to CDs as well as material came out on them. And now today, what do we have? We have a plethora. We have YouTube. We have podcasts. We have conferences we can go to. We can go to and do things that will constantly uplift our lives so that we can develop and always be on the climb and not camped in life to get off that hamster wheel that so many of us have been stuck on. I know that's one thing that I wrote in my book, Give a Heck How to Live Life on Purpose and Not by Accident, which you can see over my shoulder. That book was cathartic for me, but it was also, you know, uh, something uh, that is going to be and has been part of me important to so many other people because I share vulnerabilities in there about my own life about what I needed to do to get off the hamster wheel of life and this and the steps that I've utilized over my lifetime to get to where I am today but guess what I'm a working project like I said I'm going to constantly be working on myself every single day the rest of my life and I want to be here for you to help you do the same and if you're already on that journey congratulations. Maybe you need a little bit of support because you don't know how to get past those stuck moments and you're that type of person that's always talking about having a bad day. I can help you get past that, right? I work on that. I have little simple processes that I do that, again, make it so I don't have bad days, I only have bad moments. Will I ever have opportunity to have that absolutely terrible bad moment and then it develop into a terrible bad day, probably, but I'm always going to work to make sure that I can gleam one good thing in my day, no matter how bad the moments have piled up throughout that day so that I can say that I had a bunch of bad moments, but I did not have a, a bad day. I'm blessed and highly favored to have woke up today. So many people didn't. I'm blessed and highly favored to have woke up today healthy enough to do things like I'm doing now, right? So the last thing that I have, my last core value is work. And why is the last core value? People say, well, you need work in order for anything else to happen. Well, yes, you're right. We need money in order to have shelter, food, and be able to enjoy and have certain things in our lives, like the computer I'm talking you know, doing this podcast. I need this equipment to be able to do that. And I'm appreciative of it. But without my faith, without hope in life, without my family, without my extended family and all the all the things that I have in life to help create good memories, work is really, it becomes a chore. It is that hamster wheel. It is that go to work, go home, get paid. For me, work is something that, literally helps me move forward in life it literally gives me a sense of purpose for to make money so that i can support family so that i can actually again have shelter have food and be able to pay bills and be able to push forward in life but it's not my de facto standard with the other two it's really hard you know to you get caught in that rut you know you just you go to work go home get paid you really don't have anything else besides that in life that can uplift your spirit, make you happy. You don't have really close connection to your family because maybe you're a workaholic or maybe you have a career or job that always takes you away from family and you don't try to better your career or job or get a different one 
where your focus can be more toward family. Now, I'm not sitting here in judgment of you. I'm just telling you that maybe there's things in your life that you need to think about. If you're listening to this and going, I don't have a great family life. And my work, I kind of hate it. It sucks. I just, you know, I, I live for the weekends. And because I'm living for the weekends, I am sad all the time because I'm worried it's Friday already, but I'm already thinking about Sunday night and having to go back to work the next day. So I want to mask how I feel. So I've gotten involved and I drink too much. Maybe I smoke too much in regards to drugs. Maybe I am you know, just living a life of doom and gloom. And I'm never happy. I'm just stuck on that hamster wheel. Work should be something that you can appreciate, that it helps you evolve, that uplifts you. It does so much more than just make you money. And I have to work at it. I've evolved my work life so many times throughout my life. And each evolution of my work life it is a betterment toward a better life to support me to be the best version of myself so that, again, my other core values are tied together with it. You know, I found one thing, though, there's no perfect balance. And it's never really achievable to have a perfect balance between my core values or even a perfect balance of, you know, people say, well, we need a better balance, a, a level balance for work life, right, at home. I don't think it's possible. I think that what is possible is that they can be close, but sometimes one of my core values can overtake the other core values. And there's a reason for it because it needs to happen that way for me to continually move forward. So at the end of the day, work is not something that should be your, your centric focus, right? It will take away, it'll rob you and you'll be that person like some of my clients where I've been around them before they've passed, where they said they they have regrets. They wish they would have spent more time enjoying life, you know, working on themselves, feeling better about themselves, working on having better family connections so they could have memories because they're, they're going through their health challenges or they're pa going to pass away soon and they're, they don't have a lot of memories. You don't want to be that person. I know I certainly don't want to. So at the end of the day, we all strive, hopefully, to be the best version of ourselves. And we need to evaluate every single night the day that we've had. And what kind of day do we want to have tomorrow? Even if you've had a good day, maybe you want it to be better. Maybe you had kind of a good day, kind of a bad day. Maybe you want to work the next day to have that bad day part that you had not be there. Again, I always focus on moments. But I know some of you listening, you're thinking of bad days. I had, you know, the whole day was bad. Shift that thought process to moments and you will have a better life immediately. Never forget again that no matter where you are today, right now in your life, it's never too late to give a heck about yourself. Start taking those baby steps that can catapult your life from where you're feeling stuck at this moment. I'm here to tell you that there's always a way to move forward. And sometimes it's hard, though, to do it on our own. So reach out to myself. Go to my website at giveaheck.com. Book a call with me. Let's have a conversation. You can pick up my book through the website as well. Just pay the shipping and handling. Again, you could also check out my podcast. I have amazing guests on. Sometimes they're business-related. Sometimes they're just personal development 
information that they're sharing to help people better their lives to where they're they're sharing their origin of how they struggled how they were stuck and it can give you the hope that you're looking for to build a life where you're living purposely you're not living that accidental life on the hamster wheel and you're able to have a balanced approach to again faith family work maybe that's something you want to sit and think about where is my life in regards to my faith about myself about others where is my um family life at now if you're an individual a single person you still have family it doesn't always have to mean that you have children or a significant other what's your connection like with your parents with your relatives if it's not great and it's not something you can work on then work on having a great connection with your friends that are around you always check your associations if those friends are always bringing you down and you start thinking about them you start thinking negative thoughts time to reevaluate it's never too late again to give a heck about your life and just find things that can help you move forward check your associations so I appreciate you listening to what I have had to say. Hopefully it's made you think a little bit and I hope you have a great 2024. Again, feel free to check out my website, reach out to me, schedule a call, just go to giveaheck.com and hopefully someday in the future, you and I will touch base and have a great conversation. Maybe there's things that you can teach me. Maybe you don't agree with what you've been listening to, and that's the conversation we'll have. I'm open to that. So until next time, just remember, it's never too late to give a heck. And again, happy 2024. Thank you for taking time out of your day and listening to Give a Heck. If you find value, I'd appreciate you sharing with your friends and family so they too can learn how to live life on purpose, not by accident. So you do not miss the next episode. Please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and please also post a review. I look forward to reading your comments. This has been Dwight Heck. If you want to check out other podcast episodes or today's show notes, please check out my website, giveaheck.com. And until next time, Together, let us all strive to give a heck.